Hello, heroes, and welcome back to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week brings the conclusion to our all-out-of-bubblegum adventure. If you've been following along with us up to this point, you know All Out of Bubblegum is a system from the creators of Everyone is John, an equally batshit role-playing system that is also available for free online at Sandor at the Zoo. In addition to the completely free rules for All Out of Bubblegum and Everyone is John, Michael Epoch Sullivan has posted some RPG solutions for other systems as well as more complex original pieces of gaming. Before we get rolling on this episode, I want to remind everyone that One Shot is a growing show, and we could use your support to expand our listenership. If you have friends who like gaming, podcasts, or just have nothing to do for long stretches of time, please, please share our show with them. We will be eternally grateful. I'd like to send a shout-out to Reddit user Metal Gumdrop, who discovered an error in Eight Nights of Murder. The problem has been corrected, and there's about 20 minutes of new content in the finale of Eight Nights of Murder. Ladies and gentlemen and nerds of all stripes, especially those who attend conventions, and especially those who attend conventions in Chicago, OneShot has some very exciting news upcoming that you should look out for. You've probably already guessed our exciting news, but we haven't signed our contract yet, so I won't say anything. What I will say is that you should be excited, very excited, about some stuff that's going to happen with OneShot very, very soon. With all that excitement out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, so to address the issue of magic in All Out of Bubblegum, I have uh, brought up with me a fresh deck of (laughs) Cards Against Humanity. And David, if you make your kick-ass roll, you'll cast a spell and you will draw a random white card and summon whatever is on it. (laughs) Six. Success. Draw a white card and read it to the internet. Lactation. (laughs) (laughs) And you do indeed speak words of the elder things, and you are immediately rewarded with the activation of your mammary glands as your chest swells to twice its normal size and begins leaking. And aching with with milk. Not what I was going for, but I've always wondered about this. Yeah, you're pretty new to this magic thing, so that was sort of a dry run. Or not not that dry, yeah. Well, it's not what I intended, but I have always been curious what it's like. So this isn't the worst thing that's ever happened it's to me. It's not the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Uh, that could be being drenched in reptoid urine. <laughs> or a lot of bodily Cutting yourself on uh, broken glass and wires merely. That hurt a lot. Ago. You're not yeah. getting on my flight, are you? Uh, I don't know. Were yeah, you at our old stomping no. grounds? <laughs> All from that I state. I don't know. From that state, of you know, course. that state. <laughs> I'm going to a state down south, so nowhere near David. Anyway. I'd like to try the magic thing again. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, that's just to command the magical elements. It's going to take another roll, and then you'll pull another random white card. One. Uh, that's an utter failure. <laughs> uh, so your lactation increases with more vigor <laughs> and pressure. At this point, it begins leaking through your robe. And you wonder if you really were cut out to be a wizard after all. 
And we resume with Faith, who is gloriously riding forward on her human chariot, whipping the air. Uh, when you also see a shadow pass in front of you. Um, I send one of the large men as part of my chariot ahead, like, so in case we encounter anything dangerous, and continue on. Of course, uh, you, you send, uh, your largest man ahead, uh, who is none other than Peyton Manning of the Denver Broncos. Well, that's great. He's there, he was inspired by your ability to open a door <laughs> and shout. <laughs> <laughs> To the point where he's willing to scout ahead and face certain dangers. He's also promised me tickets to the Super Bowl, so that's... Oh, wow. Well, that would that, that means he has to get it, which means he has to make good on his deal with Blucifer. Come on, Peyton. We're all waiting. <laughs> Why have I not used Blucifer yet? I Damn don't know. It. You didn't. You've never used the word Blucifer? <gasps> no, oh, I mean haven't. in the game. Oh, my God. Anyway. Sorry. Um, uh, you, 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 see, you see him and his proud jawline uh, scouting ahead, using his quarterback's instinct and knowledge to protect you from certain dangers, when all of a sudden a shadow springs forth from the walls of the tunnel and grabs him. How do you react? I instruct the group to start singing a Backstreet Boys song, Backstreet's Back, because right. everybody knows that a good old-fashioned Backstreet Boys song subdues shadow people. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to need you to roll your mundane, because again, it's mundane to command these people, unless you find out a particularly stylish and kick-ass way to command them. Megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> I reach into my bag of tricks and... Also known as a purse. (laughs) Not the way I do it. (laughs) And I pull out my magic wand. Okay, so you you are also also a practitioner (laughs) of the magical arts. Okay. And I'm going to use something exciting to command them. Two. Two, you fail. No, it's a badass, right? No, kick-ass has to be over your current oh, number. Oh, fuck. Uh, so you fail miserably. <laughs> As in the distance, David, you can feel the lactation <laughs> <laughs> increase even more vigorously. <laughs> um... <laughs> The net. <laughs> yes, uh, sir. You you are in the tunnel. You are feeling alone. You are somewhere. Uh, you you feel like you're. I'm coming up close on B concourse soon. You think you see some light in the distance, but there appears to be something disrupting that light. You can't quite make it out. What do you do? I. I abs- well, not absolutely. I stupidly reach my hands out in front of me into the darkness, groping around, seeing if I can feel anything. Um, you do feel something. It's quite a sticky something, actually. Uh, you put your hand on it, and all of a sudden you can't get your hand back. Is it David Milk? <laughs> it's not David Milk. It's something far less terrifying. <laughs> Since I can't see, I re- I remember that I happen to carry a flashlight in my backpack. Oh, yeah, of course. Everywhere. Everybody has to have a travel flashlight. Of course. Um, in order to fumble through your bag and turn on the flashlight, that's going to take a mundane roll. I need to do some kick-ass soon. 
Five. Ha! Perfect. Yeah, you bring out the light. You turn it on, and you see that your hand is on some sort of, uh, like, white string. It's very thick and very, very hard to get your hand away. And uh, then you follow that string along, and it appears to be arranged in a sort of pattern. Uh, It's making concentric geometric lines that uh, lead to a center, and... Oh, there appears to be something else on this giant piece of string. Uh, oh, no. A large shadowy object. It's really difficult to... Oh, it's a spider. It's a giant spider. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? I run for fuck's sake. You can't. Your hand is stuck to the web. Fuck. All right. I turn my flashlight around because it's one of those big things that mall cops like to carry. And I'm prepared yeah, to... Yeah, of course just... they let you on planes with that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you are all so lucky that none of you went through security. <laughs> Listen, earlier today a man killed another man with an umbrella. I think my flashlight is hopefully going to kill the spider. So <laughs> You're just gonna cold beat this spider with your flashlight? Well what what choice do I have? Well that is gonna be a kick ass thing. Alright, ready for this spider? Two oh. That is a miserable failure. You <laughs> You 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 uh, try to approach the spider. The spider hasn't quite noticed you. You've, oh, you're only struggling a little bit, and you try and swing your flashlight at it to strike it. Uh, however, due to the stress of seeing the spider and uh, your tearful goodbye with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you, your your hands have started to sweat just a little bit, and it's made your grip on the sl- flashlight unsure, and it slips right out of your hand and bounces off the spider's hard carapace. Uh, alert it to your presence, and it begins to loom and encroach upon you as we cut over to David. <laughs> I'm running down the tunnel, really starting to understand why sports bras are so useful. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it hurts. It hurts, and and like you're you're also spraying milk. Thankfully, because of the 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 force at which it came out earlier. It's somewhat diminished in pressure, uh, but it's still leaking a little bit. It's very raw right now. Yet, nonetheless, it is rather bothersome to be leaking this much. It's oh, yes. kind of exhausting. Absolutely. I'd like to attempt... I haven't learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. I'd like to attempt to cast <laughs> magic again to dispel this problem. Okay. Now, if you want to not lactate, that will be a mundane role. For it is very mundane... For a man such as yourself not to lactate. <laughs> All right. Two. Huzzah! <laughs> it stops and your chest swell, your chest deflates down to its normal, comfortable size. Your aching nipples have received some relief. <laughs> I take stock of the state of me. <laughs> and covered in man milk. <laughs> Well, a certain variety of man milk, not the other variety of man milk, and and reptoid urine and human blood. You're in a very attractive robe that would be more attractive if it wasn't soaked with, uh, you know, milk and urine. I'm taken aback that it actually smells pretty nice. It does smell pretty nice. Reptoid urine mixes great with human milk. <laughs> and the blood adds a nice little yeah, kick to it. It creates a potpourri effect. It really does. It really does. Uh, but I get that out of my mind for now. There are more important things to concern myself there with. There are. Your flight. Yeah, exactly. So 
I decide to nix the whole magic thing. That hasn't gone very well. <laughs> it hasn't worked out so far. And uh, I have decided that I'm going to try using a skateboard I happen to have with me. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody knows that the tunnels of DIA are lined with skateboards. Yes, exactly. That were confiscated. They just take them away and immediately (laughs) throw them into the tunnel. And I also notice nearby a variety of wires. So I rig up... I'm going to rig up the skateboard to the tracks to see if I can get an electric skateboard going. Absolutely. Uh, Speed up this process. Uh, that's going to take a kick-ass roll as we see a montage of you using your uh, your PhD in computer science, which with- has absolutely nothing to do with electrical engineering. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm very an smart. Skateboard. I'm very smart is the point. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Nine. Yeah, that's incredibly badass. You totally rig up an awesome electric skateboard that would totally work if the trains were had electricity going to them, which they don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> You'll need something to generate electricity to make your awesome electric skateboard work. I decided that that was really fun, so I'm satisfied with what I've accomplished here. <laughs> And decide to just start, you know, holding my my uh, cloak up like a dress. Yes. Because it, otherwise it would get in the way and I... You don't want to trip. Yeah, exactly. And I start running down the tunnel uh, <laughs> towards the concourse because everything I've tried so far has been a dramatic failure. All right. To run down the tunnel, it is a mundane thing to do. Eight. Miserable failure. You immediately trip and fall on a rat. <laughs> it screams in pain. Oh. Poor rat. And we'll cut over to Faith. I'm trying to... Oh, yeah. You had just... Failed. Failed to coax. Uh, everybody's panicking. They have seen their beloved Peyton Manning get taken away by a shadow... Um, the, the human chariot is starting to fall apart. They need a leadership. They need direction. They need someone bold. I reach into my purse and I pull out my cell phone. Also known as bag of tricks. <laughs> my bag of tricks. <laughs> also known as a trick box. <laughs> and pull out my cell phone, um, on which I have the number to a man who can summon Lucifer to gallop into the tunnel and take us to Concourse C. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, your phone also dreadfully low on batteries. You will need to succeed in a mundane role in order to call this handsome and devilishly intelligent man who clearly has a direct line to the nightmare horse. He runs his Twitter, I hear. Oh, look at that! Utter failure. Um, as you pull out your phone, you find this, again, disastrously attractive. Just so wonderful and radiating a sort of, sort of aura of competence and, and really all things that humans can achieve, you feel can be achieved when you're in his presence. Uh, you, you start the call, he goes, hello? And then it immediately loses power. Okay, well, in that case, I, I, Pull out my iPad, which has a full battery. Also known as a trick slate. <laughs> <laughs> a 
And I text him from my iPad. Okay. To do that, you're going to need to connect to the airport Wi-Fi. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile... (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, uh, your more and more people from your human chariot are being disappeared by weird shadow creatures. Um, okay. There there are fewer... A flight attendant... Uh... Your your stewardessness. Silence. Okay, sorry. It's just we're losing numbers pretty rapidly. I return back to the magic wand thing, okay. and I try to make them sing Backstreet Boys again. Okay, yeah, make your kick-ass roll. Sweet, yes. you succeed. Now you pull a white card, and you summon <laughs> the violation of our basic human rights. <laughs> Which makes sense. <laughs> I've enslaved these people. Yes, <laughs> and you immediately begin whipping them, whipping them violently until they subjugate to your will. This airport does something to people, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody starts singing the Backstreet Boys song, and the shadow creatures go away. The shadow creatures go away, and we continue down the tunnel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes, yes indeed. You make your way down the tunnel, again, viciously whipping everyone around you. They were questioning my authority. They were questioning your authority. You were right to do it. Um, and we come to Lynette. Lynette, hold on. Yes. I'm a little confused about this spider. So, wasn't Lynette behind them? No, she was in front no, of them. No, she's in front of them because oh, okay. the rock can run faster than my huge oh, chariots. Okay. Plus, I was in the front of the train. They were yeah, we're in the back. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you are you are trapped in this spider's web. You have just alerted it to, to your presence. Um, and you, you can't see the spider itself, but you see the shadow of the spider that is being cast on the wall. Um, from your flashlight, which has fallen, uh, coming closer towards you when you see a massive spider leg reach near you. What do you do? I make a quick decision and I decide to pull out my psychic bag of tricks and I want to hypnotize it. Ah, your psychic bag of tricks. <laughs> of course. That thing that, again, they allow on planes. <laughs> my special brain purse. Yes. Also, <laughs> also known as your special brain purse. Uh, you won it in a cranium tournament. Yes. Um, you pull it out. It looks like the, uh, it looks like the cranium brain. It zips open. It has all of your, you know, keys, wallet, uh, any sort of makeup that you might need, and of course your hypnotic accoutrements. Okay. Uh, you may, th- that is gonna be a kick-ass roll. Alright. <laughs> Can you grab that for me, please? Cause apparently, <laughs> I can't roll a dice. I can't roll die. <laughs> Uh, oh, that by. is a miserable failure. As, as the spider now uh, approaches you and it tries to hit you, we are going to do our posed kick-ass rolls. person with the higher roll. <laughs> so, it rolls a one. And Yay! it clumsily lunges forward to try and bite you. <laughs> Um, but you dodge out of the way. How do you respond, Lynette? Surely I have some manner of weapon in my backpack. I seem to remember tucking away an ancient archaic athme. So, so yeah, uh, if you if you want to pull a random object of power out of your backpack, all you need to do is roll a badass roll and then 
draw from the deck of magic. Ten! Perfect! That is so incredibly badass. Huzzah! <laughs> Alright. I cast Sad Hand Job. <laughs> you know what? When I. <laughs> when With I a spider. set out. <laughs> when I did grab the Cards Against Humanity cards, I'm like, that is definitely gonna get pulled, no matter what. <laughs> Somebody's gonna pull Sad Hand Job. Sad Hand Job. And. We're going to cut away from the scene as we all know exactly what happens <laughs> and how the suddenly Nettie is much stickier than before. <laughs> that webbing is so sticky. All right. And we'll go to David. David. Yes. Do I have arachnophilia? Is that what's going on? <laughs> it was a sad hand job. It wasn't okay. a great hand job. All right. So now I'm covered in... <laughs> A little bit of rat blood as well, yes, on top of, of on top of the, the second blood. type of man milk, the human blood, <laughs> and of course the lizard people urine. Yes. Now, at this point, it's all starting to go to my head a little bit. the The odor of it is a little it's bit quite powerful. Yeah, it's a little bit disorienting, a little bit dissociative, even almost like an entheogen, a a, a drug that gets you closer to God. And I I start to feel. So, sort of an apotheosis take place. I, I start to become more than man. I become a demigod. Yeah, you are now the Ubermensch. <laughs> the Ubermensch. <laughs> yes, and with my newfound power. Yes, <laughs> which uh, which is vast. Yes, and glorious. The the first thing I do is take off the robe because it's starting to. Yes, and you take it off in an incredibly kick-ass style. Why don't you tell us about that after you roll to see if you succeed? <laughs> Three. <laughs> well, that that's a tie, and I did say ties go to the player. So you take off your robe in a kick-ass way. How? I rip it to shreds. I don't just rip it in half. Go. I spread my arms out, and the simple power... Contained within me. Oh, yes. Tears it into tiny shreds. The sheer shreds. dynamic tension causes it to shudder apart. So it just kind of bursts off you like confetti? Yes, exactly. It bursts off of me like confetti. I couldn't have Revealing said Revealing your rippling former man breasts. <laughs> After shouting, I am a golden god! <laughs> I use my newfound power to improve my speed. And mm -hmm. begin running much more quickly down the tunnel. Absolutely, absolutely. You thunder your way down the tunnel. You you move past Concourse A, and you actually approach Concourse B. You are moving so quickly when you notice that there is a train blocking your way uh, parked at Concourse B because you are in the other tunnel. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. That's a problem. <laughs> I I ponder I ponder for a while with your magnificent ubermensch brain with my magnificent ubermensch brain just whether or not a demigod such as myself is immune to damage from trains <laughs> I decide I'd rather not risk it well the train isn't moving 
Yeah, but I'm I'm moving. <laughs> I'm I'm really moving. So you, you were contemplating running through the train. I yes. Just, okay. Uh, I, I figured it was worth worth a shot, but I, I'd rather not take the risk. Uh, I may not value the life of other people, but I, I do value my own life. <laughs> thank God for that, David. So, yeah, thank God. Thank me for that. Thank Demi God for that. And. I decide that I'm going to try as hard as I can by just stomping my heels into the the rails mm-hmm. to stop myself. It's it's going to be very very pyrotechnic. There's going to be all sorts of sparks flying everywhere. It sounds like a kick-ass thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I think so. Two. Uh, so you fail utterly. Uh. <laughs> And slam right into the train, causing massive damage. And you lose one of these whenever you get hurt. Normally you don't lose it for failing a kick-ass roll, but you definitely lose it for uh, slamming, like, probably he's running around 60 miles per hour uh, directly into a train. And there's sort of a David-shaped dent (laughs) on the front of the train that you uh, cartoonishly peel back from and then fall to the ground. Uh, in fact, your psychic uh, temperament being a demigod is so powerful that it summons cartoon birds to fly around your head. As <laughs> so you I'm, I'm down for the count. Uh, no, absolutely not. Oh, okay. You're just stunned. That okay. never stops cartoons. That's true. <laughs> All right. So now let's move on to Faith. Uh, Who is now? You've managed, you've managed to keep your party moving forward, fighting off the shadow people as they cry and sing praises of the Backstreet Boys yes. to ward off shadow creatures. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, we're continuing down the tunnel. Yeah, you're coming up past Concourse B. Okay. We hear a loud thud off in the distance somewhere. Um, I'm unconcerned because it sounds like the thud of a jackass. It sounds like the thud of a jackass. <laughs> Ignore it, peons! It is merely the thud of a jackass! Sounds like the kind of person that would... Leave a a guy in a tunnel full of horrible snake reptoids, reptoids <laughs> for no apparent reason. Shape shifting lizard people. So I'm I'm wholly unconcerned and actually feel a little bit of joy mm-hmm. when I hear that thud. And you pass that joy on to the cracking of your whip, you <laughs> slave driver. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I mean, I'm, oh, so, I'm just so, going to yeah. go so you continue, continue on you until continue I... continue past Concourse B. Uh, when you come up uh, to a loud clicking sound, a clicking and hissing sound, and you can hear somebody struggling immediately in front of you. Is that part of my human chariot that's struggling? No, no. You definitely hear like a, like almost like a spider grunting. <laughs> Almost like a big spider. You know how spiders grunt. Yeah. Um, I have heard of the giant spiders that inhabit the tunnels of DIA. Oh. So I instruct um, my human chariot to be very, very careful when moving through here as to not touch any of the walls. Yes, flight attendant. <laughs> we will avoid the walls. Good. Good. <laughs> Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you hear Lynette uh, behind you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, 
You hear pleas of a puny mortal. How do you feel about being enslaved? At the moment, strongly pro. (laughs) Well then, good. You can take Peyton's role in my human chariot. It was running a little odd. And we... we... But this blouse is silk. Am I going to have to... You're going to have to do whatever I command. She is the flight attendant. We must remain seated with our seatbelts fashioned, tray tables in the upright position. <laughs> upright position. Upright position. I I guess I have no choice. Now please just help me. Um with our lovely caroling of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> it frightens the spider off as he is now sated with He's his sated. sad hand job. His sad hand job. <laughs> And we we take a very sticky, suspiciously sticky netty off of the wall. All right. Well, she did have her hand caught in that spider web. <laughs> when good thing her blouse is silk, because there's plenty of silk everywhere. <laughs> Why? Meanwhile, we return to David, who has evolved to a higher form, and I am now flat, as I understand it's flat, it. Flat. Yes, he is flattened. I. Decide I'm going to use this to my advantage <laughs> once I finally recover my consciousness. Yes, yes, yes. It was, it was me. You were merely stunned and you shake it off. I did hit that train pretty hard. Pretty hard. But I decide I'm going to take advantage of my flattened state because I'm not sure how the hell I'm going to get out of it. Yes, you're, I mean, you, your, your bones are badly shattered. Uh, I can still move though. You can absolutely still move through sheer willpower. So I decide I'm going to start pushing myself along underneath the train. Oh yes, you you scoot. Uh, you start your scooting when you notice uh, several rats have become attracted to you, whether it be smell or your weakened state. Uh, but you hear nefarious chittering around you. What do you do? I decide. Hmm. I take too long thinking about it. <laughs> and their heads, their heads begin to, to, to cover your body, and some of them begin nibbling at you. I start humming a tune from the Nutcracker, ah. thinking that perhaps they will see me as their king. Of course. Roll, roll your kick-ass die to become the Rat King. <laughs> Four. You are indeed. Their tails mesh with your badly broken body, uh, and you can feel your consciousness be transferred to the body of many rats, and you've become one creature, a living rat king, and you command their bodies to easily move your badly broken human form over different debris and around the train, and you are now Speeding down the tunnel past Concourse B onto Concourse C. Unfortunately, I now have a profound obsession with a nutcracker. (laughs) (laughs) But I still somehow make my way towards Concourse C. Absolutely. Um, And we rejoin uh, Faith and Lynette. Nice. Uh, Lynette, you smell something with your keen sense of smell. You pick something up in, in, in front of you. What do you do? Flight attendant, my keen sense of smell has picked something up. What is it, peon? Not 
Not totally sure. Give it's me. It's going to take a mundane roll for one such as yourself with such a keen sense of smell. All right. To discern what it would be. It will require you hold on to the die <laughs> until you can complete the roll. Seven. Unfortunately, that is it. a failure. No, wait, is it? Is that seven or six? That's six. Oh. That's six. I can't tell what it is, mistress. I'm sorry, but it's giving me a bad feeling. Hmm. Is it possibly like... What shall we do, flight attendant? (laughs) Maybe I have a tumor. (laughs) Um, you're smelling an object, peon? Yes, an object, definitely. Can you pick up the object? About 60 clicks west. That's very far away. This would not be a concern for the mighty flight attendant. I'm sorry. Six clicks left. That's still super far away. What the a hell is a click? A click is a kilometer, as we all know. As we Half all know. A click away. That's still pretty far. Ten, Ten feet away. Ten feet is a much greater concern for the mighty flight attendant. Excellent. A tiny peon. You can go that ten feet and go find out if it's a threat to me. I, the worthless peon, take the stride ten you feet to find this thing. stride forward, <laughs> and in the faint glow of the oh-so-close concourse C that is coming through the, the glass doorways, uh, you see something that cannot be. You see the face of your leader, your... Flight attendant. <gasps> right in front of you. That's what I was smelling. I was smelling death. No, you were smelling me, the mighty flight attendant. <laughs> I'm so good. I am the true flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> you must take me back so we can rescue the group from this imposter. <laughs> Sounded less like Captain Kirk earlier on in the game. But that's okay. All right, we must over we must overthrow her first. Yes. Yes, we must for justice. All right, I'm going to try another spell. Yes, summon your magic, human. All right, this is badass, correct? Yes, incredibly. I fail. No magic for you. <laughs> <laughs> Foolish human. How dare you defy your flight attendant! I'm sorry, flight attendant! She strikes you across Ah! the face, damaging you slightly. And we cut back to you. You hear, like, it's ten feet in front of me. (laughs) You hear this entire conversation. (laughs) Um, I am clearly threatened by what is going on, and I decide... Flight attendant, should we not do what it says in the manual? Insert one end of the buckle into the other, and pull until firm. (laughs) Until firm. Until firm. Until firm. Um, I instruct my human chariot to um, continue moving forward. Deserting the uh, person trying to overthrow me. But she is in our way. Well, then I decide to cast a spell that will send her back to Concourse B and give us time. (laughs) Time. There's a spider back there. Well, you should have thought about that before you tried mutiny. You stole someone's identity. (laughs) For no reason. Sorry, my idea was better than yours. 
Alrighty, this is badass. Terrible people. Ten. <laughs> yep. And I send her back with destroying the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> so you leap from your mighty chariot, um, and you come face to face with this double of yourself, uh, and you... Uh, and she's like, I will destroy you! I am the true flight attendant! And, uh, you take your whip and you just cold strangle this bitch. Uh, and <laughs> she starts joking and she, like, does little quick arm movements at you, Lynette, for help. And you're too stunned to help. And she dies and then transforms back into a reptoid form. Uh, then then you uh, look at Lynette and you banish her for her insolence <laughs> and you command her back to Concourse B. <laughs> Lynette, you feel strongly compelled to return to Concourse B unless you can do something incredibly kick-ass to make up for crossing the flight attendant. <laughs> I'm sure I can think of something. I know I can. It's coming. Oh, it's coming and it'll be so good. I... I'm going to brainwash the flight attendant and ah, make her my servant. Using your hypnotic powers, yes. Yes. Roll something, and this is going to be a roll-off because it's between two characters. Mm-hmm. So whoever gets higher wins, <laughs> and whoever loses, loses a piece of bubble. Nine. Gum. Fuck! Ha! You're brainwashed! Take that, flight attendant. Um, my servants come to my aid. Uh, yeah, they definitely come to your aid, but then you say... No, servants. I am fine. I am the flight attendant. Okay, but we're all still continuing to the concourse, so I'm still fine with the situation. (laughs) Yep. I mean, you're brainwashed. You're definitely fine with the situation. (laughs) Uh, Now, you guys guys are faced with, with the closed doors, and we'll figure out how you get past them after we get past David. David, you are now... You're more rat than man. I feel I'm I feel I've become one with the rats in more ways than one. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you can all of their tiny rat brains are feeding into the hive mind that's collected in your ubermensch psyche. And you, you're taking in all sorts of new forms of sense data, and you realize, ah, I am coming up on Concourse C. Now, as I approach the door to Concourse C, mm-hmm. I realize that in sacrificing my human form, or rather my Ubermensch form, <laughs> I have lost my physical strength in exchange for the strength in numbers. Yes, absolutely. And what the strength allows me to do in this situation is dissolve my body into the rats <laughs> and become one with the hive mind. Yes, absolutely. And so that I can find a, a hole in the wall through which all the rats together well, can... That sounds like a pretty kick-ass thing to do. I agree. Nine. <laughs> Absolutely. So your consciousness uh, downloads itself into the brains of the rats, um, who then who then separate 
uh, and move as a gigantic swarm through a tiny hole in the wall. Once they're outside, begin uh, building themselves up in a mound, and they reform your likeness out of many rats that are working together. <laughs> and you sounds hot. Are sort of a, you've become a giant rat golem. I'm fine with this situation as long as I make my flight. Who wouldn't be fine with this situation? It's a really important flight. He's got to make it back to the stomping grounds. Yes, in that one state. You know, up north. Uh, and we we move over to the other side of the platform, uh, where the newly brainwashed flight attendant <laughs> and Lynette, the dark hypnotist, um, right. are faced, uh, and their followers are faced with their uh, followers. The flight attendant's followers. Thank you. Although the flight attendant is being controlled by the hypnotist, so um, you're faced with the closed doors. I would like to unhypnotize myself. Is that a thing that I can do? <laughs> uh, if you can find a badass enough way to unhypnotize yourself, um, just know that you're probably going to have to fight her, and she's got way more bubble gum than you. I do. <laughs> Not all of you. No one can see the look on her face right now, but it's menacing. <laughs> I know I enslaved people, but um, I'm just trying to get to Concourse C, man. Did you, you, you need to brainwash me? You were gonna send me back to the spider. You were gonna overthrow me. You know what? Even if you sent me back to the spider, I was gonna tame the shit out of that thing and come back and make it my beast. And yeah, you're gonna tame you. it with your sad hand job. You're both so <laughs> terrible. Both of you just awful you guys. They're, they're having this conversation psychically right now. That's, that's right. Because as somebody who can brainwash another, I have a psychic link. To the people to flight attendant here. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, flight. By the way, wh- where are you trying to go? Why do you want to know? Well, I was. If thinking- you must know, I am trying to go to Napa, California. No way. Me too. Uh, I mean Montana. Oh, I. Th- I mean, I thought it would be nice if we were going to. I'm going place. to Napa. I just don't want to go with you. You tried to send me back to a spider. You've now brainwashed me, and the only way I can communicate is through you. So it'd be really convenient if we were going on the same flight. Uh, the hazards of brainwashing. Yeah, I mean, I could be just, like, super fucking annoying to the point where you are going to regret having brainwashed me. Oh, it's a small world after all. Come on, it's now. a small this is world not a after all. Now, in order it's to yes, you're having a psychic a duel. Small, so roll your kick ass as you launch your small world attack. Yes. Oh no! Ah, oh, her, her her voice echoes into the the uh, titanous voice of a flight attendant. As she begins singing Small World. And that's all you can think of. And it, it actually regresses you to the time that you were on the Small World ride in Disney World. However, it, something went terribly wrong. The boat stopped moving and the little children lit in fire. And then their mechanical skeleton showed through and continued to sing Small World. It horrified you. It traumatized you. Mommy. You are broken before the flight attendant. Who embraces you? It's okay. 
And because of um, um, her pantsuits, her, her breaking, um, I'm no longer hypnotized. Well, I mean, she certainly can't command you as you've broken her mind. The pastels! The pastels! Um, okay, so I, I hold her tightly in my bosom. <laughs> Observe the flight attendant! <laughs> as she cares for all. All. <laughs> all we need to do is ring the button. The call button. The call button. The call button! We can ring the call button when there's no electricity? <laughs> it's a metaphor! <laughs> I I comfort um, Nettie in my bosom, and um, my peons work to open the door. Yes, I recall something in in the sacred book. If you are unable or unwilling to perform these duties, inform your flight attendant, (laughs) and you will be reseated. So the peons work on opening the door. The peons open the door. And they perform, they make themselves into human stairs. <laughs> and and we climb up, me still holding Nettie out. It's a small world It's okay, Nettie, it's okay. It's a small world. And you guys are confronted with the horrific sight of a massive rat golem. <laughs> <laughs> which is swarming its way up the stairs. <laughs> Best to use the the other set of stairs. I don't want to go near that. (laughs) You just get on the escalator. Which wouldn't work, because there's a power outage. Well, there's a power outage in the train tunnel, sure. Escalator's basically (laughs) stairs at this point. (laughs) Sorry for the convenience. (laughs) But wait, oh great, F.A.? (laughs) So... (laughs) So we we go up, um... I lead lead my group up the, the stairs... And we get we get to the top where we're gonna walk to our gates, and I help direct people to their various gates. Now, in order to direct people to their various gates, is a pretty mundane thing. <laughs> um, but uh, you can also spend one of your bubble gum to automatically succeed. Um, that seems like a pointless thing to do, and I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> The flight attendant has led us to the promised land. We will soon be in our various cities. And then I, I rise into the air, um, like Sailor Moon. You know how she used to, like when she would turn into Sailor Moon, she would like oh, rise yeah. into and the air. And it always takes five minutes. Yeah. Yep. And each of them. And, and, and I am changed into a fabulous dress as I'm going to meet my beautiful husband, Ryan Gosling, after I get off my flight. Excellent. Um, excellent. Uh, so you, you perform your Magical girl transformation for Ryan Gosling. Uh, and roll that incredibly kick-ass thing. Nah, nine. Perfect. Uh, but of course, much like Sailor Moon, you, you have to say your, your, your catchphrase at the end of your transformation. <laughs> Shit. With your Shinjiku fingers. <laughs> I am the flight attendant, the champion of all that is good, and in the name of tiny glasses of water, I will right the wrongs and make out with my super hot husband, Ryan Gosling. All and, hail! And her body becomes a bright nimbus of glowing light as her uniform rips away and turns into a much more stylish version of a flight attendant's <laughs> uniform. <laughs> uh, and she gets a magical scepter uh, with hearts and the, uh, the 
it's it's actually covered with uh the frontier animals and into the gem is the blue of my dear ryan's eyes yes it's ryan gosling blue look it up it's a color (laughs) (laughs) um let's let's turn over the rat golem who's also (laughs) making his way up the stairs and sees that show (laughs) on the top of the stairs a shrug it's <laughs> the thousands upon thousands of rats shrug in unison. <laughs> I've seen crazier. <laughs> and uh, you now realize that when, when you get to the top of the stairs, uh, the rats begin patting their bodies all over as they realize they don't have their boarding pass anymore as they left it in your body, which is broken and bleeding. Well, this is a pickle. <laughs> Say thousands of rats in unison trying to mimic human voices with their rat voice. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, oh, rat king. At this point, I notice that the airport is rather empty. Understandably, after all that's happened. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that evacuation notice hit hard. So I decide I'm going to try and get on a plane without my boarding pass. And uh, it turns out that my gate is right in front of me. Oh, great. So you make your you make your way over to the gate um, and you see like the computer systems are up and running up here. It appears that the lights were just out in those tunnels. Um and you can uh, you can you know use the computer system uh, if you think of a particularly kick-ass way to use that computer system. Uh, you you can do it without having to roll your mundane roll. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to use one of these. <laughs> uh, so you you uh, your rats like spill over to the controls and they all focus on them and you. You type in your best guess at the password, which is password <laughs> one two three, because they're careful. It's an airport, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that, of course, uh, open opens the maglock, and you can continue down the uh, the boarding thing, that boarding platform. Excellent. Uh, but when you get to the end of the platform, you realize that the plane is parked far away, and you'll actually have to use the controls of the pat- platform to drive it over to the plane. Uh, meanwhile, uh, both Lynette and Faith uh, notice that uh, a hive-minded rat golem <laughs> appears to have gone to their gate and opened up the tunnel for them. We think that's great, and we, you know, start to get on the flight. I was lying to Darren. I wasn't going up north. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want a chance Darren surviving. As he planned to kill Darren, basically, as soon as he saw him. You're a monster. He's a rat golem. golem. (laughs) That is a definition of a monster. I... I'm intrigued by this rat golem. Okay. And curious, I decide to follow it. Yeah, so you, you follow you follow it, um, mm. and you see this giant pile of rats that are holding other rats, which are holding other rats, which one is, like, holding the controls, moving knobs and buttons, trying to move the platform over to the door of the plane. All right. That's a good reaction to a rat golem. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> 
I think the rat golem seems like an asshole. <laughs> using your powers, <laughs> using your magical girl powers, you can just tell. There's something. There's something about this gaggle of rats. I wonder if this, this group of rats, is actually the one I've been looking for. Yes, you've been looking for a group of rats. <laughs> the no, very no. same group of rats that uh, that that caused that tragedy in the small world tunnel so many years ago. My journey is almost complete. <laughs> what do you do? There can't be too many hive-minded groups of rats. <laughs> I put down my backpack and take out my trusty flamethrower. Ah, yes, the flamethrower, <laughs> which you plan to take on an airplane. I also have friends in the CIA. I get around. It's just... <laughs> oh, so mundane... It's definitely mundane to, to draw your flamethrower, unless you can think of a particularly stylish way to draw it. It turns out that I am telekinetic, so all I have to do is drop my backpack, hold my hand out, and it flies into my hand. All right, roll that kick-ass roll. No. You fail utterly. Um, as you uh, tap into your psychic powers, something goes horribly wrong, and you start transforming into a hideous Kaneda blob. No! Akira. You mean Tetsuo? Tetsuo, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Tetsuo blob. Um, and you turn, basically now there is next to the rat golem, there's a hideous, uh, pile of growing flesh <laughs> and psychic energy, uh, that's now blocking your way. Oh. Why did I did? Madoka Faithy-san. I, I get it. I get annoyed by all of clearly the, the <laughs> shenanigans, and I there decide, have been too many shenanigans. I decide to just go back to the gate in in um g- commandeer the loudspeaker. And I've already started driving away from the gate. Yeah, now I, now you're in the. Tum- I jump super fucking far. Oh right, you're a magical girl. <laughs> so my badass far jump. Works. Yeah, your magical girl theme song plays in the background. <laughs> as you... na, na. Um, and so I, I wait back at the gate and I, I, I commandeer the loudspeaker to call on my old friend Darren because I hear he works at DIA and since I now have time to kill. Darren son! <laughs> you call over the loudspeaker. Um, so you need to uh, use your magical girl scepter to figure out uh, a hopefully kick-ass way of bringing your friend Darren for, from wherever he may be to your aid. Well, I, I, I is commandeering the, the... The loudspeaker's absolutely not enough, because he's okay. trapped in a tunnel with reptoids. Okay. Um, Lord knows if he's even alive, Faith. I, I cast a magical location spell. Okay. Uh, so roll that. Five. And pull a white card. <laughs> You you get the location spell using the entire Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Ta- tabernacle Choir. Um, and those. so you raise your voice. So so you raise your voice over the loudspeaker, and you can feel your voice joined with perfect harmony as Mormons uh, from all over the United States uh, mm-hmm. start praising to their to to Joseph Smith for for guidance and a Native American angel. Descends from heaven. Uh, Is he naked? Uh, you know, he has wings to cover his genitals, so it doesn't matter. Okay. 
his wings are wrapped around the front? Uh, he's so an archangel. Six wings. Yeah, six wings. Come on. He's got wings <laughs> on his feet, wings on his back, and wings to cover up the naughty bits. <laughs> he he descends and says, Fly, tat, head dance. Faithy son. I'm just imagining this with a penis with wings. Just... <laughs> what is it that you desire from the Mormon God? <laughs> I seek my good pal Derek because I hear he works here. Derek or Darren? Darren. <laughs> Do you even remember who you're looking for? He's my dear friend. It is a thing in my family that we can't remember names. Okay. All right, but I remembered. <laughs> anyway. It is done, flight attendant. <laughs> and uh, he 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 pulls off his top hat because all Native American angels have top hats. And then he plucks from it a uh, a lizard bitten and terrified Darren who has fashioned who who is missing an arm and has some exposed bone which he has fashioned into a spear. <laughs> And he's been using that to defend himself. Darren, what happened to you? Oh, God, it was horrible. I thought I finally made amends with my friend, David. Oh, that David guy? Yeah, you know, David. Yeah. From the we've, stopping grounds. We've been, we've been talking about him for a long time. This is... This is a thing that's haunted you for a really long time. It absolutely has. And now look at the state I'm in. I've got a bone spear for an arm. Uh, I use my magical powers to heal Darren. Oh, of course. Roll that. Don't, don't heal him with a sad hand. And I use what could happen. <laughs> oh, no. What is it? I heal Darren with golden showers. Oh! <laughs> Oh, no! It really makes sense. I mean, Raptoid blood is clearly susceptible to human urine. To human yeah. urine. I mean, sorry, yeah, Reptoid that, that urine. That cures all of the Reptoid. <laughs> Darren doesn't feel great about it. That's a fun fact, though, you guys. R. Kelly wasn't What a day, Darren. He was saving her, her from life. Reptoid. Yeah. Of course. Um, but his arm regrows anew. He's like, oh, thanks, Faith. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what what did you need me to do? I just wanted to catch up. I, I missed you. Oh, great. Thank goodness. Somebody finally wants to catch up. Yeah. Where can I begin? And we cut back to the now psychic Bob and Rat Golem as they are still trying to maneuver this uh, walkway over to the side of the plane. This thing is awfully slow. <laughs> well, you're bad at maneuvering it. That too. I've never done it before. Lay off. I've never done this before. <laughs> anyway, I start humming a little tune to myself. Something by a boy band from the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> that narrows it down. That narrows it down to like 10. Yeah. <laughs> back streets, back. All, all right. Etc. Just to pass the time. Oh my God, we're back again. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I am attempting to cast a spell on myself to reverse my blob state. Ah, of course. Uh, cast that spell. <clears throat> Come on! 
Yeah, that's... Bad. You roll a nine and you instantly turn into ghosts. <laughs> You're no longer a blob, but many ghosts. Each imbued with a separate aspect of your personality. Hi there, hi there, hi there, hi there. They all say to each other. Some of them speak in deeper registers than other. <laughs> All right. Um. So now you got. So now you're many ghosts and a golem of rats. Uh, somebody's gonna have to make the mundane roll to just maneuver this thing over to the plane, so you can open the door and I get will on. Do it. I will make this mundane roll, and I will fail. You fail <laughs> utterly, and because you're a ghost. Gum, because you're ghosts. Because I can't touch things. <laughs> you can't touch things. At least I'm trying something, rat. Think, what are you trying? I'm going to use my last piece of gum. <laughs> You're all out of bubble gum. Um, and you manage to maneuver the the plane over to the side of the plane. The door is closed. Um, but you can, like, get into it as soon as it opens. Uh, we'll cut back to Faithy, who's catching up with Darren. That is such a hilarious story, Darren. Oh, man, and I could never tell it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, I miss these talks. I miss them, too. What brings you to the airport? Oh, you know, I'm just... You're dressed all fancy. Thank you. It's new. I recently acquired magical powers. Oh, oh, cool. And a cult following, so... Oh, that's... It's been a surprisingly good day for me. That's a nice day. That's yeah. a nice day. Yeah. Are you going to meet your husband? Yeah, I'm Gosling. I'm I'm going to meet Ryan. Doc Gosling. In Napa, we're we're um celebrating our third anniversary. I hear his ancestors were baby geese. Is that is there any truth to that? <laughs> that is that is true, actually. Much like the crane wife, mm-hmm. he was met. He was a he was geese. Yeah. 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 Okay. Neat. Yeah, it's, super it, neat. It's it, it'll it'll give our kids um uh, a nice leg up when getting into colleges. Absolutely, here yeah. transformed animals have many powers. Well, I mean, what 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 can I what can I do for you? Like I I love I don't want you to be late. Oh well, you know I know how much Ryan Gosling hates tardiness. There's I mean there's there's two idiots right now just trying to get the um the walkway set up. So I just you know wanted to catch up with you really. Oh yeah, well it looks like that walkway is set up. All right, well um. I'm I'm gonna get on this plane now, but uh, oh, can I get your new number? Oh, absolutely. Here, give me your phone. All right, yeah. He, he gives you phone. Put in a new number. Um, I I psychically insert it into the phone. Oh, <laughs> good call. <laughs> yep, you put your fingers on your forehead, and glowing magical girl energy shoots <laughs> out into the phone and types in the number, and then you float it back into his hand. Wow. It is so much fun hanging out with you. Ah, I know. You have to join um, Ryan and I in Napa at some point. I absolutely will. Yeah, and I will keep an eye out for that asshole who trapped you with the the reptile. Uh, Please do, because I'd really like to talk it out with him. Yeah. I think if he just understood my perspective, like, we'd be able to forgive each other. I think so, too. (laughs) All right. Well... See you tomorrow. See you later. I mean, I hope I see you tomorrow. No, oh, I mean, you obviously will. I won't because I won't be in Napa, but I would just be nice to see more people. <laughs> and you walk down the walkway um, where you guys are struggling to open the door. And I'm, I'm ghosts now, right? You're ghosts. You're many ghosts. It occurs to me 
That now I may have to buy more boarding passes now that I am several ghosts. Well, there are plenty of seats on this flight. Or none at all, because you're ghosts. And probably don't need to take a plane. (laughs) Am I a flying ghost? Uh, It looks like you can hover. (laughs) Not fly. How fast can I hover? hover. About five miles per hour. Oh, fuck that. I'm taking the plane. Um, I I meet them at the end of the walkway and... Mm -hmm. Summon some of my um, peons to open the door for us. I sit back and let them take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> All the rats sort of relax and slump. <laughs> um, and roll, roll, how, how how are you summoning your peons? Oh, with my magical powers. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. how? Oh, um. Uh, Actually, roll roll it. We'll 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 pull a card and that'll give you some inspiration. Two. Ah, oh, you just barely managed to do it. I barely managed to do it with a bucket of fish heads. <laughs> you you uh, take one of the animal totems that's on your magical girl scepter, and it's a fish. I don't think Frontier has a fish head, but uh, so. you pull out the fish, and it magically transforms into a bucket of fish heads, which have a pungent odor. And were any of you humans, you would be immediately compelled to follow the orders of the flight attendant. <laughs> But instead, uh, many people, including Darren, <laughs> rush, <laughs> rush to your aid, um, and they open the door. Uh, Rat Golem David, fucking Darren is back. And just pretend, pretend I don't see him. I mean, he's not going to recognize All me. of the rats simultaneously turn their heads away and do little ratty whistles. <laughs> It's hard to make rat lips whistle. And then, Lynette starts putting two and two together. She thinks, wait, all these rats seem to be drawn to that man, which I saw earlier with the crazy guy with the umbrella. Okay, so in order to do this, you're going to have to do a badass Sherlock Holmes or Monk-style reveal to make everybody connect the pieces. Okay, alright. So, I hope you're ready with that. Roll it. Okay. Nine. Absolutely. Okay. Flight attendant. Yes? I believe, I believe these rats, <laughs> all of these rats are the man that caused the lockdown in the airport. <gasps> the same man who abandoned your friend Darren in the tunnels of the reptoids I've recently read about in the Inquirer. Darren, That's did crazy you talk. hear that? That guy wasn't rats. Crazy talk. No, no, it, no! It, it totally, it can totally happen. People, people who are tapped into their own psychic energy, into their own power, are able to somewhat download themselves into another animal so that they take over consciousness. This guy, this guy's body is probably still in the tunnels somewhere. That sounds completely reasonable. It is so reasonable. Uh, pile of rats. <laughs> if you want to retort, you have to do an opposed roll. She rolled a nine, so it's going to be difficult. But you can out-diplomatize her. I'm going to attempt with my rat charisma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to out-diplomatize her. Two! And you failed make because your, you're a fucking yeah, rat. Make, yeah. your, make your terrible argument. <laughs> she's obviously making it up. Because she's ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> 
And now he's racist against ghosts. I've always been racist against ghosts. You are just a bad man. Yeah, yeah. Bad rats. I think that there's really only one way to solve this. Um, I I think we need to put the rat man into an airport holding cell. And then Darren will finally get the chance to talk things out the way he's always wanted to. But how do we get them all together? I know. Magic. I have it. We're going to use our magic to make them all run around in a circle until their tails get combined and they become that weird kind of it's urban called legend. Rat rat king, called the rat king. And they're already that thing. <laughs> yes, but they're, not all, but they're not all tied together by the tail. They need to get tangled on their tails. Okay, so if you guys want to do this, you need to both roll your magical powers and you need to uh, roll against David's ubermenschness. Okay. Damn you! Here. Seven. Alright, seven. Ten. Right, pull your white cards and describe two. how this goes down. <laughs> I got a two. Oh, oh, so you don't beat David, so it's really just the flight attendant. Of course it is. Um, using many genital piercings <laughs> on all the rats. <laughs> so not by the tails at all. <laughs> I put tiny leashes on all of them. Oh, Seriously, have you seen the balls on rats? And <laughs> it's totally possible. <laughs> and walk them to an airport holding cell where I lock them in there. Um, this is never- almost as bad as the glass. <laughs> <laughs> to never again be opened. And um, I, I put Darren um, behind the two-way mirror, and I give him a microphone so he can so they, talk yeah, things just out. talk things out. Um, <laughs> and with that, the flight attendant magical girl and the ghosts. massive ghosts <laughs> fly away to their destination, and unfortunately, the Rat King must hash things out with his old frenemy, Darren. <laughs> And that's where I believe we'll draw this game to a conclusion. Yeah, okay. Thank you guys for doing this ludicrous experiment with me. <laughs> Thank you. It was, was a lot of you. fun. It was a lot of fun. All right. And I'm glad that that David got his in the end. Yep. Yep. Yeah, says the slave owner. I'm also glad <laughs> I'm also glad that I know that sad hand jobs can you know Defeat protect me from spiders. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, that's it for this week. Please look forward to next week, where hopefully we'll have the start of our Star Wars episodes. And if that's not done yet, I most certainly will have a new adventure queued up and ready for you. While you're all still here, I'll remind you that this is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network where we have podcasts, articles, and videos for you to enjoy all at peachesandhotsauce.com. If you have questions, suggestions, or anything for one shot, please send them to jamesdomatoismagic at gmail.com. Finally, that music swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure. See you next time, heroes. A castle in the